Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Do you believe in werewolves? I believe that a man lost in the mazes of his mind may imagine that he's anything. The policeman always in such a hurry. That's what she said. Just imagine having a stuffed werewolf staring at you from the wall. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. You can't run away. Like a throker, it's a variety of schizophrenia. Heaven help you. Now that's all Greek to me. Well, it is Greek. The following episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. And I'm oh, so excited. I'm so excited. Because <laughs> tonight's another guest episode. <laughs> and we are joined by an incredible podcast and an incredible man. Oh, Ben Arrington from Horror Hangout. How are you doing today? Hello. Thanks for that absolutely lovely, delightful intro. I'm not used to people lovely, talking about me. Man. I'm not used to people talking about me in such kind ways. So thank you. It's because it's because we don't know each other yet. We'll get there. Oh, okay, we'll get there. Yeah. You just yeah, humiliate yeah. me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh look, it's the human knee come back around again. <laughs> what shit is he talking now? <laughs> the human knee. I heard somebody the other day use a use an insult. They said he's got a face. He's got a face like a stunt man's knee, and I enjoyed that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one, man. <laughs> but I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for thanks for having me, and it's an absolute pleasure. Glad to be here. Oh. Dude, thanks for being here, man. I am. I'm currently listening to your smile episode at the moment. Fucking Ooh. super fun dog walking companion. Oh, great. I was honestly. I normally take my time with my dog walk, and I'm mm. like, you know, fucking around in the leaves, throwing leaves <laughs> to my dog, and this that, and the other. I got totally swept up in like what you guys were chatting about <laughs> for smile that. Honestly, uh, honestly, mate, you won't you believe. Just going out and just rolling around on the floor, and the dog's like, "Mate, can we <laughs> not believe." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would not believe how little, how little interest my dog has in playing in the leaves. But my interest yeah. is yeah. astronomical. Oh, yeah. So you're more, you're more dog than man. Play in the leaves. You're more dog yeah, than man. Yeah, it's, it's almost like you're some sort of hybrid between an animal and a yeah. man that uh, goes out. And, see, I like it. Yeah, it's all research, man. Essentially, I'm a very immersive person and I like to sort of put myself in a position where I can truly experience the cinema that we're going to be covering. Yep. Because today we're going to be doing 1941 classic universal monster, The Wolfman. Ooh, shock and awe for those who haven't read the title or are otherwise blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah surprise. Surprise. It's what you surprise. clicked on. <laughs> what did you boys think of it? What do, is this like your first watch through or have you seen this before or? Um, I have, I'm pretty sure I've seen it before. So I've only really seen the universal the universal horror like monster movies because of the podcast which I am I'm very involved in and you know I've seen loads of stuff because nice. of the podcast you know stuff that I probably mm. would never even watch um I'd, like I'd, like I'd, horror films 
Like horror films, yeah. I mean, I'd never, yeah. <laughs> I'd never go near them. <laughs> usually, <laughs> do you want to do a podcast on horror films? Oh, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, I've, I think when I started off, I was a bit like scared of, and not scared in that way, but like I had, I had, a, I, had a, I had a fear of like watching really old films because I'm a bit ignorant, you know, in that way where I was like. That's yeah, yeah. bloody boring, isn't it? What do you want to watch that for? Yeah, for God's <laughs> sake. Subtitles. <laughs> if you want to read it by a fucking book, mate. Yeah, what's that? My eyes don't know where to look in the end. I just I'm having a seizure. Um, and I was, I yeah. think I was a little bit like that. There were, I kind of, the sweet spot for me was kind of like late 60s through to 80s. And that was always the sweet spot for me. And then obviously I grew up with 90s horror and stuff. So anything earlier than that, I did kind of turn my nose up at it. But. I think because of... It's got of, no tits in it, mate. It's got no fucking it's tits in it, mate. It's got absolutely zero tits in it. Not a single areola is on display, and I'm not interested. <laughs> but they do flash an ankle, though, mate. They flash an ankle every now and then, <laughs> yeah. and I tell you what, it is... Powerful yeah, my britches stuff. are pitched. It's not my, not my proudest tug, but, you know, we got to get, we got <laughs> to get, get those done. Uh, yeah, so I guess I, I, I always felt a little bit like, mm, not so, so interested, but since doing this podcast, mm. a, a Horror Hangout podcast, I've seen a lot of these movies, seen a lot of older movies, seen a lot of the classics, you know, things from like the 20s, mm. Nosferatu from 1912 mm. or something oh, like that. So good. And I've realized that maybe I'm not such a mind, uh, a, a, such an idiot, essentially. Maybe I do appreciate these older <laughs> films. <laughs> Maybe it took you a solid five minutes to find a word for idiot. But... I was, tra- I was trying, I was trying to. There could not have been a greater pause <laughs> ever. That I was, was trying to be a bit more self, it. self sort of depre- pre- I can't even say that word. Fuck it. I'm oh, done. It. I'm done, mate. I'm done. Finish me off. Oh. I like okay, the horror. So, uh... f- I enjoy the horror <laughs> films and the scary ones but... are nice and. Uh... Ben Arrington, ben Arrington does a word good. I'm not used to being uh, a guest on a podcast. I think that's the problem. I like oh, being the... that's what it is. That's oh. what it is. I'm all... Never had your slippers put on for you and your soup and, oh. your, and your newspaper iron. Hold on, who's yeah. getting slippers and soup? Because I ain't getting none of this shit. You just abuse me for half an hour and then I go to bed. Like, that's, that's how this <laughs> With goes. With no slippers or soup. Fuck that's you. Because... No slippers and no fucking soup. That's because Unreal. of half an hour of abuse in bed <laughs> is what you want, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying about the older movies, though, man. I was I was similar uh, in, in like my 20s. I, I used to fucking maybe not get scared of. I kind of resented the earlier movies because I was like, there's nothing there for me to relate to. Mm. Like everyone's prim and proper and the language is yeah. good. I'm dyslexic as fuck and I swear like a sailor. There's no, mm. do you know what I mean? There's going to be no, no, uh, tits like, no common ground. No tits in yeah. it is yeah. what I'm trying to say. I think that's yeah. it. It's, no it's nothing to do with like the storytelling or the effects or anything like that. It just tends yeah. to be sometimes yeah. like the the performances and you mm-hmm. know other things like that. It tends to be a bit yeah, a bit yeah. sort of stilted and just I don't know. Some stagey. About it. It's stagey and silent, and it's yeah. it's it's actors exactly. who are used to doing theatre and silent movies. So it's not naturalistic. It's not where you can w- sit there and watch it and go, oh, that's how people act and behave. Mm. It's yeah. it's a filmic way of being. But what I find funny about uh, your assumption that you mentioned there about you know not having anything to relate to is if we've learned anything whilst watching the originals and then yeah. the remake is that the originals are infinitely relatable because they oh, allow they're... you the space to insert Definitely. your own psycho bullshit in there. <laughs> and so I was I was yeah. watching this one going, it's definitely me that keeps seeing these as a as a as an allegory for mental health and addiction. 
I guarantee it's just me because all three of them can't be about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm with you though, man. I am with you. Like the the whole the addiction thing in this one. This one more so than Frankenstein and Dracula mm. is is prominent because of like he's almost guilty mm, and mm. like remorseful about it. Yeah. It's it's the first oh, movie where the, the fucking like, what have I done? yeah. But he's like, mm. he's like trying to admit it and he's trying to come clean about it and he's trying to fucking do something about yeah. it. You don't see that in any other monster movie from Universal. I mean, I like, must... you, you don't see Frankenstein fucking stomping the ground, throwing a kid in the in the lake and then going, no, whoops, no, 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 no. <laughs> help me. Look what I've just done. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he just runs away and gets burned alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this one, this one's like a, a fucking mile in the other direction. Man. Yeah, it's well, it's 10 years later and it shows. Um, mm. I think watching it for the first time. Thanks for asking. Um, watching it for the first. I did time. ask. You just didn't answer. <laughs> I asked ages ago. <laughs> I'd misremembered this because I think I saw it when I was a kid, and I'd misremembered this. And I've said this a number of times in this series. Like the Wolfman mm. is a fear of our primal nature, the fact that we're animals, this, that, the other. Like, get fucked, is it? It's nothing to do with that. The first five minutes no. where he's a sexual predator, I was like, ah, see, this is what uh, it's going to be. He's a sex pest, and then he gets turned into a wolf man. And it's about, it's a fear of like male behavior and like acting like an animal. Get fucked, is it? Mm. This is a man having a massively traumatic psychological event in his life. The village turning mm. against him because he's weird. And science saying, you should be doing all these things. And it's only the wise old woman who deals in the world of emotion and doesn't need things to be true, she needs them to feel true rather than be provably true, who fucking right. helps him. Yeah. No, I mean, you are right, 100%. Always. I, I do want to touch Thank on you. something you just said about him being a sexual predator, because can you imagine this movie being released today? Uh, yes, with a hashtag in front of it. Not only, not only, <laughs> not only that, though, it's, fra it's framed as being like kind of normal behavior, kind of quirky, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, bless it's like him. a romance mm -hmm. type thing. It's like, oh, he's courting her. No, he's fucking spying on her with an enormous telescope and then going, yeah, I'm going to come pick you up at eight. No, no, no. I'm going to pick you up at eight. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> he's coercive. Like, he, he's coercive. He doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah. He's incredibly pushy. Mm. Even even when mm. she says that she's uh, engaged to be married, he's like, oh. <laughs> oh. But you're here with me anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it is, it's strange yeah. that it's framed in that way. And then we're supposed to like understand the tragedy of this scenario. Whereas like, I can't, yeah, I can't push that out of my head. I'm always just like... Yeah, yeah. He's borderline making the airplane noise to get his cock in her mouth. It's like... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she is so like trying to fucking palm him off that she brings her friend who is obviously interested <laughs> yeah. in him yeah. to the point of that being a turn-off for him. Yeah. How many fucking sex pests <laughs> do you know that are turned off? He's like just trying to fuck this woman yeah, and yeah. then she's like, no, no, but my friend who's very obviously interested mm -hmm. can somehow cock block him. That is pure yeah, yeah, criminality yeah. right there yeah, man yeah. there is no i only like, like it when it's when it's begrudging <laughs> yeah no she's saying yes i'm not interested in yeah, that yeah. what did you say i'll pick you up at eight no <laughs> show me and that, that if you if you saw somebody for a telescope even if he, he says i accidentally kind of just ended up looking in your window yeah yeah sorry okay, fair enough yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we've all been in the situation where you're accidentally looking through your binoculars at somebody getting dressed through a window and then go to their he place of work and pretend to be psychic and tell them what they have in their dresser upstairs in their private space. It's just space. like some fucked up 
gaslighting weird behavior yeah. it's, it's just it's just yeah. not it's just not on is it so that's what i thought this was going to be the the central theme like look at this predatory man turn into a predatory right. creature and predate on right. people and i'm like oh yeah i'm ready to see this guy get his fucking comeuppance and be like ah i'm a monster of my own making because i'm a predator in life as well as in fantasy mm. no nah. yeah. then it just turns around and goes Bang! Now he's got hideous mental health problems, and no one believes him. Yeah, he goes from sex pest to victim in like the blink of an eye. But yeah, yeah. And no, no one blames him. Everyone blames the woman he was like trying to fuck. <laughs> who the one who was actively saying no with a fiance? Everyone is like, she's a harlot. She killed my daughter. I'm like, did she though? <laughs> did she though? <laughs> or was yeah. it Bella Lugosi and then the sex pest killed him with a fucking stick? There's a lot of bludgeoning with that stick. That stick gets a lot of action. That stick's the main you know? character in this movie, right? <laughs> it's like the main fucking like <laughs> protagonist. The one thing that kills everyone. The tragedy of him like burying his recently deceased brother as well. Like it kind of felt like it it had next to no weight on the story at all. Because then he just wanders out and starts being mm. a dickhead, and then we're just like has a psychotic break. <laughs> yeah. You know, it could be. I'm wondering. I'm wondering whether or not it's underplayed. Also, who calls their dad father, and why do other characters refer to father? Him as father? <laughs> yeah, Matt Berry. Yeah. Matt Berry in everything yeah. that Matt Berry's in. Yeah, father. But <laughs> <laughs> well, why do other people that are not his son yeah. go father? Everyone mm-hmm. looks so fucking old. Like Larry Talbot, how old is he supposed mm. to be? Mm. If they said to him the character is supposed to be twenty five in this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he looks like yeah, yeah, he looks yeah, like yeah, in his yeah, yeah. in his mid fifties. Yeah, yeah. He is everybody's seems, the same age. <laughs> he is at a, he had a tough tough paper round in t- <laughs> May in the, on the, in the skid mark of the Midlands or something. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Telford is the skid mark of the Midlands. I'm literally only 17 years old. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's been a rough one. It's been a rough one. 17 tomorrow. Okay. My notes are Larry is a young middle-aged sex pest who is cock-blocked from chasing Gwen, who keeps saying no, by Jenny, a woman who seems genuinely interested. The young middle-aged man thing, it confused yeah. the fuck out of me because yeah. him and his dad look identical. Yeah, they're yeah. the same age. Like, it's if, bizarre. If the roles were reversed, I'd believe it. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, like, yeah, like it's like you know when people show you photos from like their when they grew up in the what, I don't know when they were like teenagers in the eighties and they go here's yeah, me yeah. here's me eighteen years old with a perm every everyone <laughs> wear everyone wears brown the wallpaper is brown the sofas mm-hmm. are brown everyone looks old as balls I think because it's a forties movie right as well everyone kind of looks a little bit like a gangster yeah of course like I th- I'm, I think we're spoiled by modern cinema but you know when they they do like. <laughs> gangsters of new york and stuff like this and everyone's wearing like the triple breast button mm. suits and their trilbies when he came on i was like fuck man this guy's gonna have a tommy gun somewhere yeah, 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 <laughs> his yeah. wolf's about to eat shit like... <laughs> <laughs> you funny guy larry funny how funny like i fucking amuse you oh i'm a funny guy huh <laughs> funny like a fucking clown <laughs> i i love the fact i love the fact that of all our monsters we've got victor von frankenstein right we have count yeah. dracula and we got larry <laughs> Larry, the Larry, Larry. All right, I'm He's got Larry. Big old Larry got, over here. Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, don't worry, about Larry, it. with his big old perm. <laughs> Larry's big old perm and his and his imac issue <laughs> and his lovely telescope. What? It's a weird. The whole yeah. fucking intro to this movie threw me, man. Like, I love, I love it when it gets into it, and he is the werewolf, and you kind of ignore the whole sex pest start. 
Mm. It could it could have it could have worked as as a horror movie without the werewolf stuff. Right. So I, yeah, yeah, I disagree. Dude, exactly. I actually prefer the start before he's a wolf. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I actually I'm like that's a different film, but I want to watch that yeah. film. That and is then, a different And then movie. he gets turned into a wolf and I'm like, oh, that also happens. But yeah. like, what's yeah. going on with with his character progression? There's like a clear divide where like it's, I don't know, man. I don't know whether it was like a commentary on the, on the times or whether that was just how fucking, is that dating in the 40s? <laughs> like, is that what people did? Like they just bought enormous telescopes to spy on people's earrings? I don't really know. I think it's an interesting rewatch. Uh... Because at the time, I think it, I don't think the boys' clubbiness and the like, them getting together and he's a rich bloke, so the, the police aren't going to ask him questions, all this sort of stuff. I don't think that was commentary. I think that was just as a viewer, you're How supposed to go, were done. Oh, what a lovely guy. I could go for a beer with this guy mm. or a scotch or right. whatever it is. And now rewatching it, it's a sort of unintentional commentary on patriarchy, boys' club, yeah, yeah, sex yeah. pestiness. And I think that. Again, for me, it being a, a sort of a, a, as a modern day watch, it comes across as a story of toxic masculinity and mental health and how those two things are completely incompatible with one another. Hmm. And if you get a, a toxically masculine male have the slightest bit of mental health problems, it's just he's just fundamentally unequipped to deal with it. But there hmm. is no way on God's green earth that that was the original intention. No. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no way. It's just sheer happenstance yeah. that society has gone away yeah. where this movie holds up in such <laughs> yeah. ways that it is now profound it's incredible. from the 1940s. It's like the most... Audiences probably just thought he was charming. Uh, ooh. Yeah! Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, pers- yeah, yeah. he's persistent, isn't he? We like, we like a persistent yeah, man. Yeah, yeah he's definitely, in- oh, definitely interested. She, sh- she should marry him. He is interested. Yes, yeah. he is. Harry, darling, this mm-hmm. is how you court. <laughs> She's already engaged. Yeah. Yeah, but he's probably a dickhead. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. And he's not. Yeah. He's the loveliest bloke and he's yeah. way fitter. And like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what yeah. is she doing? Why is she sort of looking at I Gangster don't... Shrek and being like, oh, I'll, I'll have a go on him? It's the bad boy Shrek. thing, though, isn't it? She looks like, he looks like right, Shrek yeah. when he turns into a human, doesn't he? Remember when he, he does. Exactly. Turns into a he's human. human Shrek. He's human Shrek. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, Larry. Have, have a word for yourself. But you mean the bad boy thing? The bad boy thing. Turn it? into a wolf at night and murder people. Chicks love the yeah. bad boy. Tell, uh, tell me a thing. Tell her you're going to turn her into a lampshade. She'll get well hot for you. <laughs> That's two Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Look, you've gone too far the other way now, right? Now you're not bad boy. Now you're mental boy. Right, okay. What you need to do is you need to balance There's it out. There's a fine line. Commit genocide in Eastern Europe. She'll go hot for it. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> That's I mean... not how women work. I'm not saying commit <laughs> genocide in Eastern Europe. That's, Jesus, that's a direct Christ. quote, Ben. Yeah, yeah, it is. To be fair, you said girls I've been love bad out. boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> I've misspoken. <laughs> Putin's love letters are through the roof. His PO box is overflowing right oh, now. God, yeah, he I'm cannot sure open is. Snapchat. <laughs> 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 so 1941's Wolfman <laughs> it's inexplicably become like this weirdly yeah. poignant social commentary for 2022 and the modern era I guess I think the, mo- the most important question that we can ask from this movie is is Bella Lugosi still fit no. in this 
as he was in Dracula. Because no. don't get me wrong, in Dracula, I would have fucking married that man. Yes. Like, hands down. Unbelievably. <laughs> he just... Yeah. He, I literally, I can't. I'm, I'm tripping over my own words right yeah, now. Yeah. So I'm going to move on. To, I can visibly is he still see fit sweating. in this one. No, honestly, I'm getting a little flustered. Man. I'm thinking about them ankles, and it's a, it's a fucking. Is it the fortune yeah. teller? No, I, fortune teller role play. That he's the fortune teller, confusingly oh, called mine. Bella, just in case you've got any idea. Like you didn't catch who he was. Who's that? Mm. What's his name? Who's, Bella. Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, but guess what? <laughs> but who, who plays Bella in this? It's a lovely Easter egg, Bella. Isn't it? Bella. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. lovely Easter yeah, egg, yeah. isn't it? No, that's sort nice. Of pre, there'd have been there'd have been some sort of old 1950s podcasts on the wireless going. Did you know that Bella, Bella, and the Wolfman <laughs> was actually played by the man that played Dracula? You what? I like to now think a word from in... our sponsor, <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Do you love doing stuff really fast? Good uh, cocaine. Uh, my chest hurts. <laughs> That was an advert from 1942. <laughs> so I like to think that Bella Lugosi is called Bella in this movie because in the decade between Dracula and the Wolfman, mm. he just went off the fucking rails. Yeah, fucked a wasp. It did way too much wasp fucking sniffing Coke through his... Coca-Cola must have been a big thing back then. You know what I mean? He was like, mm. fuck me, this is pretty good. Gone off the rails and now can't f- like physically remember his own name. So when someone's like, and you play this man called Steve, no, my name is Bella. Yeah. Yes, Bella, but yeah. you're an actor, so <laughs> you, it's like that bit. You play Steve. You're an episode the of extras bit uh, with extras with, Keith, with uh, no, Keith Chegwin. <laughs> Keith Chegwin just yeah. they end up changing his character name to Keith because he can't understand that his character is like called Charlie or something like that. <laughs> my favorite fa- extras bit is when Ian McKellen sits down and goes, "Now, when I was in Lord of the Rings, I played a wizard called Gandalf, but the thing is." I wasn't actually a wizard. <laughs> I you what? was acting. <laughs> I think this is what Bella Lugosi was doing in 1941. It's, it's going to be my favorite little fucking. Obviously, it's wrong, but it's my favorite takeaway. No, from this I think movie. we can start a rumor, and I think we can get that onto IMDb trivia. You think yeah. that right? You think that's going to be the hot take of the 1941 movie? <laughs> help us out. Spread mis- spread some fake news on a 100 year old film. Half the press, man. Half what did it mean to you guys? Like, what's your what's your favorite moment in this movie? Uh, I enjoyed the transformation of the feet. I'm a big feet guy, so uh, yeah. Tarantino okay. approves. Tarantino, yeah, nice. Tarantino <laughs> approves. Um, yeah, I just I just enjoyed that going from like having incredibly hairy legs, and he's like, oh shit, yep. uh, to suddenly just having terrifying old wolf feet. Just that, that lovely, that, <laughs> just that lovely change in the scene was 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 mm. brilliantly done for me. Forget an American Werewolf in London. Forget the howling. Yep. Forget mm. any of those iconic werewolf transformation oh, the howling, scenes. Yeah. All you need mm-hmm. is a pan down to feet and then the feet change. And crossface. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> yeah. with, were- with werewolf transformations, some of them are great, obviously, but occasionally, when you don't see so much, they can be yeah. just as effective as when you see mm. faces elongating and ears pointing and fingers sprouting yeah, yeah, yeah. claws. Yeah. yeah. I like the delicate little, like, pat he does on the desk every now and then when he looks at his legs and they're slightly hairier and he's oh, like bloody hell i'm just gonna pat this back in <laughs> oh but i but i think drats. i think your point there about transformations and what you don't see is what makes these universal monster pictures so incredible is they treat you as enough of an adult to be mm. able to imagine and insert mm. yourself your own things 
Yeah. And that's what makes it as effective as it is because it's it's a dialogue between the film and you. And so you kind of you're doing a bit of the work for the film, but as a result it's giving you a lot more than say one of the remakes does where it's like we're telling you it's about this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like an early predecessor to the Disney sing along, right? You have to put something into it yeah, to yeah. get some out of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, or I was going to go down horoscopes or Rorschach tests, but no, Disney sing-along. Yeah, I wanted to keep it real, you know what I mean? I wanted to, to appeal to the human spirit, yeah. keep it spiritual, you know what I mean? Keep it spiritual, man. Hannah Montana. That and I size. found two VHSs of Disney sing-alongs. Right. Uh, I, got be- I think it was Aladdin and Beauty oh, of the wow. Beast. They'll fetch a pretty penny, come on. That, mm. Fuck no, that's my weekend sorted, what are we talking about, right? Yeah. I'm going to go watch Halloween Ends tomorrow and then it's fucking singing Aladdin. All Saturday. What a time to be alive. What a time <laughs> we to get be alive. Ben, what did, you, what did you get from this one? Uh, handsome Ben. What did... Guest <laughs> Ben, that's what we settled on. Guest Ben, what did you take well, from the movie? I'll go I last. always kind of thought that there was stuff with like werewolf stuff. There was always things about um, puberty and things like mm. that and, and, and sort of mm. your body changing. And various things, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like that. There'll f- be hair where there was not hair before. Have you got hair on your legs? Yeah, I've yes. <laughs> Slam your fist lightly on the table in anger and frustration. <laughs> Have your feet suddenly turned into some horrible, misshapen hobbit feet? Dog feet. Claws. Yeah. Is yeah. your hair gone from being a lovely slicked back to suddenly this weird sort of sort of shaped ginger afro hedge? Afro. It was like a yeah. like like a hedge on his head. I think. Oh, like topiary. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, one yeah. Of them. No, I see that now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, kind sort of, of like Marge Simpson predecessor. I just couldn't get on board with any of the tragedy of this story, just based on the way the character was. And I know it's like it's obviously mm. of its time, and in a way, it's like yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I can understand that, but I think it was a good point that you made, uh, Rob, when you're talking about um, sort of some connotations of the film that probably weren't mm. intentional back then <laughs> that are suddenly no. very prevalent. Very, it's very clear, mm. like in something like this. In a way, I kind of like. I find that quite fascinating that the that the art yeah. the, a piece of art that was created, piece of cinema that was created has now got a different reaction from modern audiences to obviously what mm. it would have got all that time ago. So yeah. Um yeah. and yeah, toxic masculinity, I mean that that is that is definitely prevalent because I hate that sort mm. of the uh nice guys do you know you know you know those nice guys who are like, I'm such a nice guy, you know? And uh yeah, yeah. I, I opened the door three times for a woman today. Where's my blowjob coupon? Edgelords. Where's my blowjob? You're talking about Edgelords slash incels. Slash incels, isn't it? Like, that's that's exactly what it is. And I kind of got... Men that wear hats and have podcasts. Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) I mean, It's like... We're dancing a line now, but sure. (laughs) It's like, this this character of Larry just seems like he's so... um, Yeah, I mean a dickhead, isn't he? He is a dickhead. Yeah, and uh, he's a knob. He's a he feels like he's dickhead. owed. He feels like a he's owed attention mm. from women. He feels like he's owed um, a relationship from a woman. No matter how, no matter mm. who, it kind of like throws under the bus as well. Like this fiance as well, totally unfair. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. is that because you know? Oh, I've got a recently deceased brother, and I'm going through all this shit. Um, mm. And then it just throws this whole other narrative in, which is actually he's a werewolf. And I just feel like. All of those. <laughs> oh, by the way. By the way. Uh, he's a werewolf. See that? Yeah, yeah. See that wolf over there? I've smashed its head in. 
with <laughs> with, <laughs> with a fucking with a stick. stick with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> so sharp yeah. left turns in in sort of movies from this era as well. Is this the one with the biggest sharp left turn? I mean, obviously we get it a lot in modern cinema. Uh, Frankenstein thirty one, where he is a mad as bollocks narcissist mm. that literally his fiance turns up being like, "I'm scared for your safety." He's like, "Fuck off." And she's like, it's mm. raining. He's like, don't give a shit. Drown, bitch. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, please. <laughs> and then he oh, goes, all right, come please. in. He, he, he creates life. Yeah. Um, and then just goes, oh, a bit over that, really. Not really into it. And then everyone just forgives him. And then the wedding's yeah. back on. Everyone's fine with it. Everyone's fine with the it. The day Everyone's after like, the wedding's the day, back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day after he creates I life. I feel like that's a generational thing as well. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like we've we've changed how we perceive time in films. I think we expect time to be better accounted for in our narratives. Whereas in the 40s, it was just like, oh, it's probably like two weeks later. Probably get married tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I get what you're saying. I was I was just sort of like, who the fuck are you, Christopher Nolan? What's this? <laughs> like, <we> go, <laughs> <laughs> Time's not portrayed the way it should be. All right, memento. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> the fuck? I just think, I think we're, we, you know, in the 80s, you could get away with going, oh my God, we've got 60 seconds to defuse the bomb. And then 18 minutes of footage later, we're like, oh, mm. still going. Whereas now. That happened. Rob, Moonfall. Me and you watched Moonfall don't, together. Don't bring recently, Moon Crash into Where this they were line. like, oh no, there's 10 minutes left until the world's end. Two and a half hours later, and it's like, I am the moon now. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the I've movie. I've not seen that, but it sounds yeah. great. Oh mate. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's another it's the one worst of those. Film. It's another one of those 15 executives had two bucks oh, yeah. cocaine and made promises that they then had to deliver on. It's it's writers are too expensive, so mm. what they do is they throw eight pens into a bullpen of 150 writers and whoever can wrestle a pen gets to write a che- like a fucking segment <laughs> and then the movie just gets Moon they just it's write like... their moon fall. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's great. It, it was yeah, yeah. that title was written by eleven different people. Like it just one letter at a time. <laughs> but this movie, right. So Wolfman, to me, I was with you. I thought this was going to be like the primal thing, the 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 whole man being beasts yeah, inside yeah. every man is two wolves. Whichever one you feed is the <laughs> one that wins. Blah blah, yeah. blah blah blah. You know what I mean? But in the rewatching now, it's more just. I think Ben, the point you made about the character being an asshole and that kind of ruining it for you, it almost made it for me mm-hmm. because when he's the werewolf, it's about. I took it as like impulse control. Yeah, where because it with him showing remorse and being guilty and almost like wanting to be like, oh, fuck, no, 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 I didn't mean to do any of this. You need to help me out. It's just down to, because he's such an asshole, it's almost like his asshole <laughs> assholeness manifests yeah. itself I've... into him being yeah, like yeah, a totally. fucking yeah. I've got no, hairy asshole. I've got no problem with like <laughs> twats as protagonists. I've seen uh, yeah, sure. Dash Cam recently and Deadstream. Both have got like really, really like abrasive. Pro twatinists. Yeah, really like mm. abrasive protagonists who, where you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, couldn't bear to be in a room mm. with them for five minutes. Um, but there's something, there's something quite like sinister about this. It's not a case of them being a twat. There's just something, there's just this, this sinister. And the fact yeah. that it's kind of like A, ignored, and then B, mostly forgotten about. Is what yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what makes me not be able to sort of understand the tragedy, and then I think that's key with a lot of these with a lot of these films. Yeah. So you're trying to understand. He's, the he's not a protagonist you relate to because his. It's I, don't, very I wouldn't difficult. even call it a protagonist, man. Mm. I'd literally mm. call him. He's like the fucking bad guy of the movie, and it's more like a warning of morality. Let tale. your impulse, yeah, like mm. let your he impulses remi- run wild, and this is how you end he up. He reminded like, me of Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. 
pushy. Yeah. Just like, okay. a, 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 just like f- feeling like he deserves attention from, yeah. from, from but, a, a woman. Yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think that's an apt, I think that's an apt reference, but I think this is a, this is the story in which Gaston becomes the beast and mm. then has to deal with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. Yes. Of course. You know, and I, I think, I think it had, you had a more sympathetic character, it would have been a tragedy. Yeah. What makes exactly. him a horror. What makes him a horror icon. Is exactly. not when he's the wolf. It's the fact that the wolf is the solidifying and the the logical next step of where he's at. It's the sort of yeah. requiem for a dream for being a dick. It's the physical manifestation of like mm. him being a fucking animal when it comes yeah. to every other aspect of his life. Like he didn't give a fuck about his family until his brother died. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute sex pest. Yeah, he treats people like absolute shit, and then he tries to do something i don't know what he's trying to do because like the girl that he's not interested in is obviously dead and then he, i think he just sees a chance to fight a dog and he's like yeah fuck yeah i <laughs> 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 well, might never get another chance <laughs> yeah exactly no people frown on this but in this case they will reward me yeah, where's yeah. my stick yeah 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 and then yeah i just took the wolf as it being like a physical manifestation of this guy being the fucking worst yeah but I, I think I think I can I can see Mr. Arrington's point about mm. that all being true. Uh, what's the What's the film with Joaquin Phoenix where he's ah uh, uh, Magnolia? Soldier. Fuck off! No, no, not Magnolia. There's a running running Philadelphia. Ben's one joke is that I like the film Magnolia, which is possibly <laughs> my like least it. He loves it. He loves it. Rob, as, as Rob, much as ben how likes many Dog films soldier. do you have in Hungarian? What? How many films do you have in Hungarian? How many films? How many DVDs do you have in Hungarian? I don't have any DVDs because it's not 2003. I think you do have a DVD in Hungarian. <laughs> oh, I do actually. Is it Troll? What, what is it... movie is it? It's the one you bought me for my birthday. <laughs> what movie joke. is that? It's Magnolia. What movie is that? It's Hungarian Oh, Magnolia. the only one that you've bothered to go out and get in a language you don't fully understand because you hate it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I collect all the movies I hate too. Look at all these. Despise them. Wang. Do you know what they're in? Portuguese, because I don't like them enough to not want to watch them in a language I understand. I, I, so Rob loves Magnolia, is the point that we're making here. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you love Dog Soldiers, Ben. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I fucking he adore that movie. Dog Soldiers. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. love it so much. Every time I do it, I would rather wank with sandpaper than watch that film again. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sandpaper? Anyway, before I got into an argument with somebody whose Patronus is fucking chlamydia... <laughs> <laughs> Ex smelly penis. <laughs> it works. It's a working joke. It's fine. It's yeah, oh, work in on. progress. Come back to us on that. <laughs> um, I think I think I can I can understand that. Okay, you're not supposed to like this person. Great for for the purposes of the movie. Fine. But Mr. Angel, I can also understand you sort of just not that not being enough to pull you yeah, through 100%. the movie. I don't think it was intended that way. I don't think it was written that way. No. I think it was written as this guy being a stand-up fella and yeah. oh, woe is him. It feels like that. Yeah. Which yeah. is a fucking... Yeah. In that case, it is a terrible movie. <laughs> 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 it's just... It is fucking awful the way that, like, they've written this dude in to be the, the like, the fucking victim of it all. So, uh, over here, I don't know how you do things on your much better, much longer podcast, but we, we have a re- re- recurring question. <laughs> oh yeah uh based on a review that ben read of the human centipede that that praised many aspects of its filmmaking mm-hmm. but essentially gave it a one star out of ten because it it, it was oh no 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 ben you tell the story better than no I it was it, okay it, it was like this is a great movie because 
of how medically possible it is. Yeah. They didn't care about the cinematography, the script, the fact that it's fundamentally loathsome. Or the story. No, it's it was, just that it was medically possible, and, and that was, was that was the that was like the the yeah. only scale on which they measured this movie. I I know somebody who judges films based on the fact if they could like happen or not. So if it's like any level of fantasy or superhero or anything like that, mm-hmm. they're like, no shit, because it couldn't happen. I'm like, use your fucking yeah. imagination, man. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people use films as like escapism. You're not just you don't you don't yeah, always yeah, yeah. just want to watch some bloke <laughs> on a bus stop. Just like, do you know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, it's almost like not every film can be Magnolia. I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I go to him, what are you, what, what are you watching there? What are you enjoying? <laughs> Just some CCTV. It's real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is real fucking life, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so my question to you, Ben Arrington of Horror Hangout is... Yes. How medically possible is The Wolfman 1941? Um, hmm... It's a good question. In which a man turns into a wolf that could be an allegory for mental illness. Yeah. On a scale of one being butterfly stitches and ten being <laughs> cybernetic human enhancement. Yeah. I mean, if you could rock a hairstyle like that, anything can happen. I think if you if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna st- true, if you're gonna yeah. step out if you're gonna step true. out the door with a serious hedge hedge serious haircut. Fro. Yeah. Then I think mm. anything can happen. Whether I think you could turn you. into a wolf if you're bitten, but I mean, I love to think about all that mm. cryptid stuff being real. So yeah. Oh, don't get don't get started on cryptids. We'll be here for two hours. However, however, um, you know, yeah. Let's just say, sure. W- why not? Yay! It's a good film. <laughs> it's possible. It's medically now, possible. As a film, medically possible. And as a film, what would you rate it out of ten? As an as a thing to watch. As a recommendation for a listener, I genuinely How think many... out of all of the Universal Monster movies, this might be. Uh, I think in terms of how I rank them, I, I Creature from the Black Lagoon is my favorite because um, it's the best. Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein are kind of like mid, middle, middling for me. Middling at this best. This may be like slightly less than that. <laughs> so that I want to. Yeah, sorry. Um, as I said, as I said, like I, I've always, I've had a difficult relationship with these films and films from yeah, a certain yeah. and films from a certain era. It's I'm kind of mm-hmm. getting there, you know. I'm just I'm managing yeah, yeah. to come to terms with proud of you, boo. I'm getting proud there, of man. you, boo. I'm getting yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to terms with the fact that I that, and it's not as like a horror horror movie podcaster. I do kind of feel a little bit sometimes like, oh bloody, hell, I should probably like that film because people go, you got a horror yeah. podcast, have you? And you go, yeah. And you go, do you like you this don't one? Like the classics. No, mm. I don't like it. I don't like the classics. Um, yeah. So for this one, this might be something that I mean, it is iconic. That image of mm. the Wolfman in full makeup in Lon Chaney mm-hmm. Jr. in full makeup is iconic, and you know for that reason. But however. So there's lots of other sort of werewolf movies where I think like American Werewolf in London, the tragedy, I really do feel the tragedy mm. of that. And yes. there's like, and you're haunted by the events of that. And, and obviously when his friend dies and everything. So I probably at the moment, just maybe give it a six out of 10. Okay. Like a mid- That's yeah. fair. Because yeah. I think six is watchable and enjoyable mm. for me. Okay. Okay. Nice. Whereas, whereas any less than that, I'm starting to think not so watchable. Rob, what are you going to rate The Wolfman 1941? Well, man's not a dickhead, so I'm not going to rate it six. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's debatable. Because <laughs> that's damning with faint praise. I'm going to give this a... 
if I'm looking at it in the context that it came out, I honestly thought you'd frozen. Then I was literally about to, to start I refreshing. Froze. I was I like, "What the fuck?" I thought it was gone. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was it. Um, uh, if I'm looking at it in the original context that it was released, this is this is a four or a five. To to have that be a sympathetic character and mm. go, "Oh, what a lad," you know, "Oh, what a lad." No fucking way. But You're with, saying that with a 2022 lens, though. That's a thing. With You're a 2022 a lens, I give this a fat ten. This is my favorite Universal monster by a large margin. Yeah, really? Frankenstein can suck my dick and balls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, weird flex. But Did you, know? you say ball, like singular? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> suck Just my dick one. and ball. The other one's for me. Yeah, yeah. Get off the left one. The I left make, one is mine. I want to make the left one jealous. <laughs> Just pop the left one back inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No! This is what you get. I felt that. All right, so you, so what are you giving it? A fat, fat 10, 10 from a 2022 Lewins. Yeah. All right. A 10. Lewins. <laughs> Yeah, a lens. A lens. Lewins. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to give this... I'm going to go seven, seven and a half. Right. Because I, I like the I like the impulse metaphor of him physically manifesting his assholeness. And yeah. it's like it being like a stark warning to just not be a cunt, essentially. Just, yeah. you know what I mean? I like that side of it. Looking at it from if I was in the 40s and this came out, this would have been fucking life-changing. Yeah, it would. Can you imagine seeing that scene yeah. where it zooms in on his face in sheer mm. panic and it's trippy oh, wow. as shit and you yeah. get all the overlaying stuff like, mm-hmm. and the uh, that would have been fucking yeah. mind The hair appearing good. on his legs. Admittedly, the feet coming in is a bit weird, but the hair yeah, kind of looks like legs. it's made out of macaroni. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> he looks yeah. like he's... When like addicts... He looks like he's got like... <laughs> to do like macaroni Slippers. Art. You know, you let me get like big, big, mon- <laughs> yeah, big yeah, hairy yeah. monster feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know that de-aging shot in um, The Two Towers where the leader of the, of the Rohirrim gets, goes from aged to young. Yeah. And I remember when that came it. out, I was like, how the fuck did they do that? Because that's yeah. not a crossfade. That's exactly how it would have felt in yeah. in yeah. It's Like, where is that fucking hair coming from? Like, it should have it just strings? it should have just stopped when it was like three quarters of the way through the transformation when he just had yeah. he, he looked like him but with the hair. Mm. I just thought, just leave it there. Yeah, 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 just yeah. leave it there. <laughs> just leave yeah. it there. It's just a man who turns into Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> As a follically challenged man, I'd give anything for hair that thick. It's like a it's like a fucking Brillo. Yeah, it's like yeah. a Brillo pad. You're gonna. Yeah, I can see the cane in the background, man. You're gonna go hunting in the woods later. Literally, like I'll pick you up at eight. Nah, yeah, pick you up at eight. <laughs> pick you up yeah. at eight. Pick you up at eight. Pick you up five past. Five past. <laughs> fucking god, take no for an answer, dude. I fucking love Bella Lugosi. Like I don't care what movie he is in or what role he's mm. playing. I fucking love him, like unbelievably. Um, I also really love the fact that this movie uses music all the way through. Uh, compared to the other Universal Monster ones, the ones that come earlier, obviously, like Dracula is fucking, you can hear the camera crank. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein is like deathly quiet in places. This one has like mad amounts of tensions and it's almost mm-hmm. playful yeah. and toying with your emotions from what you're seeing on screen to like how jolly the music is. It's fucking insane, man. So I'm going to go seven and a half. Seven and, seven and a half. I think that's fair. Yeah. The seven set design as well. Mr. Arrington's the skeptic mm. prick. There with the with the fog rolling in into that into like the graveyard. Ooh. It is just beautiful. it's beautiful, beautiful. man. Beautiful. And yeah. I definitely am the skeptic prick, but you know, that's why <laughs> <laughs> that just comes to the territory. But one of the loveliest and <laughs> most insightful and funniest that I've ever met. So oh. it's been a pleasure having you, Mr. Ben. 
Honestly, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a fucking pleasure. An absolute pleasure. Thanks for asking me. It's been fun. Where can people find your stuff? Uh, yeah, so um, Horror Hangout podcast is pretty much on all platforms, all podcasting platforms, including YouTube as well. So you just search for Horror Hangout. Um, we're also on Twitter at horror underscore hangout underscore. Uh, and we're on Instagram as well, horror, at Horror Hangout podcast. Uh, yeah, so we put out episodes every single week covering like classic stuff, covering new stuff. We do interviews with filmmakers and just started doing interviews of authors as well, of horror books. So we're trying to like have a bit more of a scope in terms of how much horror we cover. So yeah. Nice, man. Check us out. Well, thanks for joining us, dude. No problem. Everyone, go make sure you drop them a follow, show them some mm. love, subscribe, do whatever it is that you can do. But most importantly, Appreciate just fucking it. listen because it is 100% worth it. Yeah, it 100% sweet. worth it. I said worse it. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I've been Ben Groves. I've been Rob McFarlane. I've been. And we will see you again on... Oh, this is a Sunday one, right? <laughs> this is coming out on Sunday. <laughs> this is a Sunday one? Originals on Sundays, remakes on Wednesdays. Okay. Ben, do us a... I've been Ben Arrington. And I've been Ben Arrington. Ooh, oh, I can God, move that, that in so later. good. That was such Chills. liquid chocolate. <laughs> fucking velvet oh, baby. Like butter enema. and i've been ben Harry <laughs> <laughs> that's how i'd usually do it it's a little bit more words or gummage but it's fine <laughs> he's got two name drops in one episode man <laughs> my job is done fucking, my work here is done i hate that guy so much man he's a fucking nightmare guys thank you so fucking much for hanging out we'll be back on wednesday with the wolfman 2010 oh. yes with anthony hopkins Sweet. emily blunt damn your eyes man <laughs> <laughs> Benicio del Toro. We love you all very, very much. We love consume. you. Too. Consume. Ben, do you want to give us a consume? What have I got to say? Just a little one. Just, Just consume. 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 From They Live, oh, right? Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, gang. Rob here for Solo Soapbox. No, Ben. Just you and I. And uh, I'm on a train. As you can probably hear, I'm going to make absolutely no attempt to disguise that. Or um, A, because I'm lazy, and B, because I was thinking about Ben and I, and why we're so close, and why I love that man with the very core of my being. And it's because he and I have given each other something that I've been an idiot to not give other people in life which is totally complete honesty with one another. If Ben wants something that I don't want, we talk about it and it's never him versus me. It's us versus the problem. Um, and so I thought I'd use my minute to just talk about how fucking great the friendship I have with Ben is because we're unflinchingly honest. We don't compromise for the other person's benefit without telling them that that's what we're doing. And so that gives the other person an opportunity to go, hey, I, you don't need to make that compromise. Don't build up a fucking load of baggage about doing that because genuinely that doesn't matter to me. I think in every relationship previously I've had, whether it be friendly, romantic, familial, whatever, I've always like done things for the other person and then assumed that they knew that I was doing it. Didn't mean to get philosophical. Just on a train staring out the window having a good old think. And that's what struck me. As always, we love each and every one of you dearly. But I don't love any of you the way I love Ben. See you next week. Bye.